Good morning. <clears throat> so if I were to verbalize to you what I'm thinking right now, in other words, if I were to say to you what I'm thinking, um, you would call me the little boy that cried wolf. Remember the story about the little boy that cried wolf? He would, he would cry wolf, wolf, wolf. And people would come to his rescue to try to, to aid him. And they would get there and no wolf. And then sometime later he'd cry wolf, wolf, wolf. And people would run to help him out and there'd be no wolf. And one day he cried wolf, wolf, wolf. And there was a wolf. But nobody came to his rescue. And now he was in real danger and he faced it alone because he cried wolf and it was always a false alarm. So if I were to, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I'm thinking. You can just call me the little boy that cried wolf if you want to. Um, man, John 15 is one of my favorite passages of Scripture in the whole Bible. You say, ah, come on, man. You've said that almost every day, no matter what chapter of John we're in. Man, I love the Gospel of John. Well, I, I love all the Bible. Man, the Gospel of John is just so rich. And then we... The last couple of days, John 13, 14, and now 15, we've moved into the night of the betrayal of Jesus Christ. John 13, Jesus washes their feet. Um, John 14, uh, he, he does the teaching on he is the way, the Father's going away to prepare a place for him, uh, to pre prepare a place for us. Um, and then he talks about sending the Holy Spirit. And then we move into John 15. So I'm going to read a few verses in John 15, make a couple comments on them, hoping to be a blessing to you. But I need to call time out just for a second because I just remembered. Um, I appreciate all of you that watch the videos. Um, when you do, whether you're watching live or coming back later, please put a comment in the comment marks, thumbs up, thumbs down, something like that, just to let us know that, uh, that, you're, that you're watching and if we can be a blessing to you in any way. I want to be an encouragement to you. Um, we, we'd like to do that. So if you would pray for Vicki and me, it is currently Thursday morning, Eastern Standard Time at 714. We're leaving tomorrow morning. I think we leave the house at like 3.30 in the morning to drive to Tallahassee. We have a 5.30 flight to Atlanta and then a flight from Atlanta to Tri-City Airport. So we rent a car and we're heading up to Virginia uh, this weekend, uh, Southwest Virginia, Sorge Creek, Virginia, Honecker, Virginia. And we're returning to the church that we came from before we moved to Thomasville. And just pray for us that it'll be a, a, a great time of ministry, a powerful time of ministry. Saturday night, we're having a 30-year youth ministry reunion. Oh, my gosh. Like Those of you that run our youth ministry 30 years ago, uh, we'd really like to see, love to see you Saturday night. Um, there's going to be a cookout Saturday night, time of just enjoying each other's presence. And Sunday morning, uh, I'll bring a message Sunday morning. Sunday night, if, you, if you're within driving distance, man, meet with us Sunday night. Vicki and I are going to sit down with you, and we're going to talk about the goodness of God in our lives in the last 30 years. And I want to say now, life has not always been on the mountaintop. We've had some mountains. We've had some valleys. We've had good times, challenging times. But God has proven himself to be good and faithful, and we're going to share that. So please pray for us on that, and then I think we'll get home like, I think we get back to Tallahassee like 8 o'clock Monday night. So John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Check this out. Here's what Jesus says. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. 
every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, you were clean through the word which I've spoken unto you. Make note of that. We are clean through the word and by the word. Now listen to what Jesus says. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abides in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Hey, Ben. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. That's what Jesus said. Abide in him, his word abide in us. We shall ask what we will, and it shall be done unto us. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit. So how is God glorified in my life when I bear much fruit? Uh, then he says, so shall you be my disciples. That's, that's an evidence of being a disciple, that we bear much fruit. As the Father has loved me, so I've loved you. Continue my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Hmm. So if we're not abiding in his love, we're not keeping his commandments. Even I've kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things, what things that he just said? Watch this. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Stop. Hey, Sonia, stop. Jesus' desire and design for our lives is that our joy, his joy is our joy and our joy is full. Listen to me. In John chapter 10, hey, Jimmy, a few days ago, Jesus said that the thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and life more abundantly. Stop. Hit the pause button for a second. Doesn't it make sense that abundant life means life to the full? Doesn't it make sense if you're living life to the full, that involves joy? Doesn't that make sense? knowing the gospel that you know, knowing the Jesus that you know. So Jesus said, I've spoken these things about abiding in me and my word abiding in you, and I, uh, that your joy might be full, that you might be full of joy. So that's what I want to encourage you with today. Walk abiding in Jesus, that his joy is your joy, and your joy is full, and you're living life to the fullest. Now, Again, John John 15 is loaded, slam-packed with gold, not just golden nuggets. I'm talking about big old golden boulders. So, I could go on like 30 minutes or an hour, but you probably couldn't last that long this morning because some of you got to go to work and some of you come back later and watch and all that. So, let me give you a couple thoughts here. As you're reading through that John 15, uh, this is just the part about uh, abiding, the abiding part and the branches and produce fruit and all that. So what Jesus does is, if you, if you follow it through, Jesus mentions four different types of fruit. He mentions fruit. He mentions more fruit. He mentions much fruit. And then in verse 16, which we didn't read down to, in verse 16 he says, 
you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Now, okay, now watch this, watch this. That's so the second time Jesus says, whatever you ask will be given unto you. Abide in me, my words in you, and then ask in my Father's name, and it shall be granted. That's a whole different, that's a whole different blessing right there. But Jesus mentions in that verse, fruit that remains. So watch the progression here. He starts out talking about, let's go down here, fruit, more fruit, much fruit, fruit that remains. Now I'm going to give a little Bryson paraphrase, okay? Fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and my paraphrase on the fruit that remains is legacy fruit. Mm. Legacy fruit. If you watch sports talk shows or listen to sports radio, the commentators, and the they're always talking about athletes' legacy. Well, what's Michael Jordan's legacy? What's LeBron's legacy going to be? What's Tom Brady's legacy? And they're always talking about legacy. What about the child of God? What's your legacy? Or what's your legacy going to be? What's my legacy? What's my legacy going to be? Like when I die and they just put my tombstone, is it going to say, born February 27th, 1960, died, whatever. And then people look at my life and go, well, he was born, he lived, and he died. I don't know about you, but I want more I want more than that out of life. Now, I am going to die one day, and you are too. That's the good news. Uh, the better news is you get to go to heaven if you know Jesus. So, so really, if we're to develop disciples of Jesus Christ, watch this, then then what we do on earth matters. The time we have now is important. The days in which we live demand that we not only have fruit in our lives, more fruit, much fruit, but I don't know about you, but I'm after legacy fruit. When I am dead and gone, I want to leave a legacy, not just for my children or my grandchildren, or maybe one day my great-grandchildren, or the people at Celebration Church, or my friends. I want to leave a legacy of walking with Jesus that however God chooses to use me in my life, I'm part of the process of people coming to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, so when they die, they'll go to heaven, and helping develop them as disciples of Jesus, that they'll help other people come to know Jesus, that when they die, they'll go to heaven and help disciple them, that they'll help other people. You see what I'm saying? That's the whole discipleship plan of Jesus. So anyway, so anyway, Jesus talks about fruit, more fruit, much fruit, legacy fruit. Legacy fruit. To get to legacy fruit, fruit that remains when we're gone, it demands that we abide in him and his word abides in us. Now, I jotted down three things I want to leave to you. How do you do that? How do you do that? Like, we know what to do. How do you do that? Real fast, because... I got to go work out real fast. Number one, the word of God. They all start with W, the word of God. Jesus mentions, he says, you're clean. My word cleanses you. Um, uh, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, there are no shortcuts. No one has a life that produces legacy fruit except they're a man or a woman of the word. There are no shortcuts. It's just, it just, it is what it is. The word of God. Number two, the worship of God. 
the worship of God. Develop a lifestyle. Like I know some people that are word people, but man, they're mean. Did I just say that? You know somebody that knows the Bible backwards and forwards, but they're just mean? Or at least not real nice and real kind. I'm not talking about just, Paul talks about how knowledge puffs up. If all we have is the knowledge of God's word and we don't apply it to our lives, that leads to arrogancy or puffing up. So what we do is we marry the word of God with the worship of God. What did Jesus say was the main thing? Master teacher, what's the greatest commandment in all the law? Oh, the greatest one, Jesus says, love the Lord your God. Worship. So develop a life marrying the word of God, spending time in the presence of Jesus, worshiping Jesus. And then that leads to the third W, the word of God, the worship of God. Then it leads to the will of God, obeying the will of God. When we are people of the word and we're people of worship and they're married together, we understand and know the will of God for our lives. He, he reveals it through his word and by his spirit. And then what we do is we're not only, we go James 1.22, not only hearers of the word, but we're doers of the word. And we obey, we willingly obey, not because we have to obey God, but because we love him. And we realize his plan for us is better, better than our own plan. So the word of God, the will of God, the word of God, the worship of God, will lead us into walking in the will of God. We will be abiding in him, his words abiding in us. We shall ask what we will, it will be given. And when we get there, our lives will produce legacy fruit. Hey, hey, start today with a new vision. Start today with a new thought process, child of God. Be a person that's hard after legacy fruit. Hope to see you tomorrow in Jesus' name.